I'm Sarah. And I'm Lola. And we are co-hosts of this show, No No One Else. else. So what are we doing today? I'm kidding. I'm telling you. (laughs) Table topic. Uh, We're going to be kind of going through some questions. And it's going to be, again, like a chilled chit-chat kind of relaxing, enjoyable conversations. We might do some funny conversations. So if, if you are drinking anything, put it away. Put it away. Don't drown, please. Yeah. This is a drown-free area. There are no lifeguards on the premises. Including me. Unless including you are one, me. Like- <laughs> Unless you are a lifeguard. Yeah, that's and true. And if you are a lifeguard, good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we also want to say, like, turn down your volume just in case. Because we, we get loud. We get rowdy. We do, we do get pretty loud pretty quickly. So, um, and then if you're a child, uh, leave. Because we might swear. Most likely bitch just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> thank you next yeah so we're just gonna go through i i do have some questions i don't know how many so i'm not gonna count them but i do have some questions i'm gonna ask and me and sarah are both gonna answer them and kind of see our views on them i guess yeah i'd say yeah. so lola picked out all of the questions i did not pick any of them out um so i have no idea what's to come yeah exciting sorry i was Ex- drinking <laughs> i was drinking i know i kind of like had that pause at like an awkward moment because then lola was drinking and i just kind of sat here awkwardly where i'm like what's next yeah all right so we're gonna get into them i think i'll go in with the first question all right so what's the first thing you do if you suddenly changed into the opposite sex i want to check myself out <laughs> Come on, we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. Don't even lie to me. We're all hundred percent. I was gonna. I was like, Sarah's gonna say exactly that. Just check, check our parts. <laughs> check myself out. Take off all my clothes. Look in the mirror and be like, <laughs> I like it. Or I'll just be like, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're both girls, so um, that's what we would do. I feel like if we were guys and we switched to the opposite and we became girls, we thing. I would I would instantly touch my boobs. Yeah. Right. I'm like, this is like touch your boobs, touch your chest, and be like, wow. nice, wow, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, no. Honestly, though, um, I feel like I would want to see how people uh react. Like, how would they yeah. treat me if I was a male rather yeah. than if a female? Yeah. If you're like walking down the street or yeah. something, and just like how the world approaches yeah. you. And also, like, I wanna like see how um like in a relationship how would my girlfriend treat me mm, like because yeah. we we're obviously the the girlfriends whatever the partners whatever and we know how we treat our guys but how do they see it you know how would like if i was a dude how would i be treated yeah. in a relationship yeah. Would i obviously there are certain things that we know how we would be treated but like that just that would be fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. I feel like definitely it would be like, see how the world reacts to you, yeah. of you being a guy. Yeah. Um, or like walk in, walk a mile in a guy's shoes. shoes. Yeah. 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 
That would be so like that crazy. Would... Like I just thinking about it, I'm like, what? Yeah, that'd be really weird. Yeah, especially like there's certain stereotypes with um, certain men, like the way they look. Like for example, my my older brother, right? He is bald, has a beard, and so he's perceived as being mean or like, oh, he's a scary dude, right? Right. But like, okay, so he went into work the other day. It's a quick story, but. Um, he brought in like boxing gloves and I told him, I was like, hey, can you go to the front and just kind of give it to the front girls there and just be like, hold it for Lola. And he went up there and he said that. But the girl perceived him as being mean, even though he wasn't being mean. He was just like, hey, can you hold this for Lola? And she's like, the Lola that works here. And he's like, yeah. But then the way she said it, it sounded like, oh, he was being mean when he wasn't. Mm, so yeah. Like, so it's like that stereotype. Yeah. Like I yeah. want to I want to know, like. How would people perceive me? Like, would they perceive me as being mean? Mm -hmm. Or would they be like, oh, he's nice or whatever? Because usually with, like, me being a girl, automatically, guys, whenever I go somewhere, they think, oh, she's so small. She's, like, so, like, fragile. She she can't do anything. Yeah. But, like, they don't know that. No. You know? So it would be interesting. It would be interesting if I was in the opposite body. I wish we could do like 24 hour, like, um, like a body swap for just 24 hours. I feel like if I was in a guy's body, I'd be like, man, no periods, no, nothing like that. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. But also, would you like, okay, so since we're both girls, would you treat like your girl the way you want to be treated because you were a girl like that would be, fuck yeah. Like I, but I'd be the best boyfriend ever. Literally. But like, I feel like it would also like i don't know i feel like we might kind of like hurt their feelings if we switch back to them. i'll probably be like i am secretly a woman <laughs> surprise you are a lesbian no surprise uh that perfect boy you thought was it's not it is not <laughs> surprise shorty no but that that actually like yeah because you know the song um it's i don't know if it's who's it by but like um if i were a boy I think it's Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. If I were a boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, that would probably be what we would experience, right? Anyways. Yep. I can see that. Moving on. Next question. Um, would you like to be famous? And what would you like to be known for? I would like to be known um, for all my author stuff mm-hmm. and like for writing my books mm-hmm. because fun fact, if, for those who don't know, I'm a published author. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, quick plug, you can buy my book at uh, Barnes and Noble and also on Amazon. So if you go on Amazon and if you type in Keep Me Sane by Sarah Cowan, um, you're going to be able to find my book. It's a poetry collection of roughly 150 to 160 poems. Um, And then it talks about different things from like love, heartbreak, life advice, a bunch of different other stuff like that. Really worth the read. Um, Mm -hmm. I recommend. My friend recommend too. Yes. um, A lot of people recommend it. Um, It's also on like available as like a paper copy and also as an ebook. So if you want, you can buy your copy online and give it a read. Yes. So if anything, I want to be known for my author stuff Mm. and this podcast. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But mainly, I think my author stuff would come first Mm -hmm. because that's always been a big childhood dream of mine Mm -hmm. for forever, honestly. Mm 
What about you? Honestly, okay, so you might be like, what the fuck? But I actually don't want to be famous. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Like, the thought of, like, having my privacy, mm, like, invaded yeah. kind of, like... But, yeah, would I be, like, would I want to be known for this podcast? Probably. Or, like, if I ever end up doing anything in fashion, maybe that. Most likely that. Mm -hmm. But, like, just the idea of, like, people getting into my life without... <clears throat> and like having their say on what i do is mm -hmm. kind of like a little scary kind of like the paparazzi i'm like i feel like yeah. that part i would not yeah. be a fan of like the paparazzi stuff and just having a camera always in your face yeah. so like you're never able to go outside and enjoy the sunshine yeah. but i would want to be known for something right yeah um i don't want to be famous just to be famous like i don't like people that are famous for no reason like what, what do you do why are you famous what do you do yeah like those people like i don't really want to be famous like that mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. yeah 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 all right good those were good those, were those good. are okay. good those are good um what what age should a girl be allowed to pierce her ears go on a date or stay out until midnight okay so let's dissect each of those yes. individually because they're yes. talking about um first thing was allowed to pierce her ears mm -hmm. i'd say if you're like 13, 14, I'm thinking, mm. where you're like not a kid, but you're not like an adult. Where mm. I mean, or maybe even if you're like 10. I don't or know. If you're when I was like, like a baby, I was, I didn't really have a say in it. My mama just pierced my goddamn ears. <laughs> Here, grandma, pierce her ears. So I had yeah, okay, my, there you go. my first piercing was when I was like a baby. Mm -hmm. But my second and third, I was like in grade nine and I got my grandma to pierce my ears. But mm -hmm. then the cartilage, because I had a cartilage piercing, um, which I don't recommend. If Don't get it in Claire's. That's all I will say, because um, that's where I went and it just didn't work out. But I was like a little bit older and I had to talk to my mom about it. Um, but honestly, it depends on if the girl, like the, the kid, the child wants to get it at yeah. an early age. Just obviously talk to them about like, oh, how painful it might be and like, and like don't go overboard with the piercings because sometimes i feel like the pier some people when they pierce their their ears and they pierce their face and stuff like that's way yeah. too much yeah i'm like and for me i kind of like second all of that like when it comes to the pierced ears i would say like um i mean like well my pierced ears on my ears i don't have any on my ears except for just the one on the bottom lobe i've mm -hmm. debated about getting more than that but i just haven't mm -hmm. but the one on my ear on on me ear <laughs> The yeah. one on my ear, I got, oh God, I got when I was really young. I wasn't like a baby young yeah. like you, but I got it when I was in probably grade two, grade mm. three. So I was probably like, I don't know, maybe like five or something. And we went to like a professional jewelry, like jewelers, um, got, got it pierced, got mm. everything done. But then, so I'd say like for your ears, probably anything I want to say above the age of like seven, I'm guessing. Mm. But then for anything like face, so for example, if, for those who don't know, I have a nose piercing on the right side of my face, on um, the right side of my nose, sorry, <laughs> on the right side of my face. <laughs> um, so, but for a nose piercing, that's where, since it's a part of your face, yeah. that's where I would say you should be probably like 16 to 18, yeah. I'd say for you to make that choice, yeah. um, primarily because it's your face. Yeah. And you don't you, you don't want to go order, have bad, overboard. Yeah, you could also have bad piercings too, right? Yeah. If you like see something on, I don't know, Pinterest, I don't know, TikTok, whatever. Yeah. You see someone with like 
multiple different piercings and you're a kid and you're like oh my god i want that but then what if later on you don't want it Mm -hmm. and a lot of places like even for work a lot of places don't want you to have multiple piercings on your face they will make you like change your piercings to that like the clear um jewelry that's like invisible yeah um so you kind of don't want to do that because then you're spending money on top of like having like a bad piercing too like you don't want to just oh because it looks cool let me go get it done so i feel like if you talk to your parents and they say maybe not now yeah maybe listen to them because you because for me when i freaking got my cartilage pierced i literally didn't listen to nobody i said to my mom i'm gonna go get it done we're gonna go get it done i got it done and then now i have a keloid in the back of my ears and i'm going through treatment to get rid of it Mm -hmm. so like that might not be for like everyone like everyone's body reacts differently to piercings but if your parents say like maybe wait maybe listen to them yeah parents know best honestly yeah. not all the time but not all the time majority most, of the time yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time parents do know best so listen to your parents don't disregard them yeah. so let's go to the next part of the question it yes. said um what age should a girl go on a date i want to say maybe 16 mm. so because at, at that age they're like not a full adult, but not like a teenager. They're kind of like that in between. But I feel like they're on the higher up end where they're closer to being like an adult, yeah. I guess. I feel like it might be different because I am Muslim and everything. So that might be a little bit different. But like. <laughs> in- Sorry, my water just dribbled all over me. I just wanted a sip of water. I spilled my water earlier and it's in the. Yeah, there's water yeah. all over my shirt and my pants now. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. I feel like if they're going out at 16, it has to be someone that is in school with them. No mm-hmm. one older, no one online. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like because of online, right now, social media is so big that I don't want you to be just, oh, just random dude that I found on online. I'm going to go meet up with them. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, I, I, I second that. I don't care what age you are. That. I don't care. Even if you're 18, you're not doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry because I don't know that person. They could be a psycho. Mm-hmm. That could be an old person. Catfishing as someone their age. Yeah, I'm like, might, society yeah. is a crazy and disturbing place. Yeah, but if they're like 16 and they're like, oh, can I go on a date with this person? I would want to meet the person first. Yeah. You know, I'm the like, boy, okay, yeah, if it, the girl. Whatever. Yeah, I'm like, for example, <laughs> I'm like, um because it talks about like a girl age doing this yeah. i would say like okay then if he wants to go on a date with you he can come to the house pick you up yeah. if if he drives um and then i want to meet him and then if i, I need to have his phone number his parents phone number just in case mm-hmm. i don't know i might be overprotective but like that's <laughs> just it <laughs> and then for the last one for going out um until midnight i'm thinking 17 17 16? 18 i don't know yeah. i don't i I don't I don't think it's a good idea for girls or anybody to be out at midnight because my only thing is like if you're sorry to interrupt no, no, you no, no. Um, my only thing to say about that when it comes to staying out till midnight I'm like if you're staying out alone mm. until you're older but if you're staying out like for example if it's you and a couple friends staying out till midnight with trustworthy group of people mm-hmm. yeah and then I then that's where you can lower the age a little bit yeah. so I would say more so depends on who they're with if they're by themselves yeah and the setting and more so depends on the circumstances yeah that's true that's true i feel like um if it's a reliable group of friends that i know what you're kind of doing then yeah sure you can go out at like 17 whatever 
but i don't know though still because if it's my daughter like i'm thinking of it in like a mother type of you know lens right i'm not a mother but like that's what i'm thinking of. yeah <laughs> like but also like we're girls and i don't know if i would feel safe to be out at midnight Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, my parents might not let me. It's just me personally. I don't know if I would be comfortable being out at midnight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's me. I'm like, I've been out past mm-hmm. midnight before on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. And my only thing is like, I feel safer with someone else. So if I was by myself, yeah, that's where the red flags may come out. But if I was with someone else, whether mm-hmm. it's like my sister, my boyfriend, anyone who's like trustworthy, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, then I'm fine. I'm safe. Yeah. You know? I mean, I get that. If you're, like, with a partner or with, with like, family or friends or whatever, that's different. But I still, I feel like, I don't know. I don't think I would be comfortable letting my daughter go out till midnight or past midnight unless I know where you are. And, like, Mm -hmm. if, for example, if you're, like, oh, I'm going to my friend's birthday party. It's going to be till this time, whatever. It's going to be past, I don't know, 1 o'clock, whatever. Then I think I'll be, like, a little bit okay. I'll be, like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just let me know if you're okay, blah, blah, blah. But if it's like, oh, I'm going to like a club or something, nah, you're you're not going nowhere. You're gonna, yeah. you're you're sitting your ass home. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. That's, that's, just that's, me. that's just me. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So, what's your biggest pet peeves? Oh, I don't have to think about this one. <laughs> I'm like, uh, my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, if you're sitting at a dinner table or something, mm-hmm. or you're just like whatever, and you hear someone just. Oh, smacking their gums. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. just chewing so smacking. loudly. Yeah, 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 I'm like yeah. chewing so loudly with their mouth wide open like a goddamn camel. I'm like, that shit drives me That's up the wall. That's probably why you don't like, um, what is it, ASMR? Oh, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> hate it. And then even um, like if someone's chewing, there's been a couple times where I'm like, I work customer service mm-hmm. and there's been a couple times where I'm helping a customer and they're the they're just chewing their ch- gum? chomping on their gum and with their mouth Why wide would open they do that I, don't, I hate when people do that like you don't right know how to close off. your mouth and chew gum i'm confused it drives me insane i hate it but yeah no i'm like i'd say probably chewing loudly um would be another one or like for example if you um like if for, let's just say like you're having steak for dinner yeah. i mean like whatever and you're like cutting the food on your plate and then like the metal on the fork scratches the metal on the oh. plate and that eek noise oh sends shivers down my spine okay then you probably don't like the chalkboard when they do the nail thing on the chalkboard and it just makes the oh. yeah I'm like that's like not my favorite i know apparently there's like apparently if you rub like styrofoam cups together apparently that like bothers other people really apparently i don't know how it bothers other people i mean it might make some annoying noise that it yeah. might, but I've never um, tried it. So for me, it's mainly like if two metal things scratch uh, against one another, and then it's like, and it makes that like loud noise. I'm like, ooh, shivers down my spine. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I have like major pet peeves. Not that I can think of. A fake bitch. I hate a fake bitch. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's it's a huge like maybe because I'm I'm like that. Like if you don't. If you call, if you start drama for no reason, mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, like I that shit pisses me the fuck off. And if you don't say what you mean, mm. yes, that is also a good one. Oh my god, it drives me insane. It's it's probably because like I hate fake people. But like if you 
don't like me, just tell me. I'm yeah. not gonna. Uh, that's not gonna hurt my feelings. Cause I don't give a fuck, right? Like, <laughs> girl, it just bothers me when you're pretending to be nice. You know. Yeah. And like, oh, also, don't apologize. I hate this so much. Don't apologize, just to apologize, mm. just to make things okay. Yeah. I hate empty words. I hate them. Yeah. Like if you're just like saying it, but you're just saying sorry to like end the argument or end the conversation or whatever, but then you don't change anything. That shit bothers me so much because I'm like, you're not being real. Mm -hmm. If like I said, like it's probably because I've done this before where I'm like, I'm like, I don't like you. Like, I just don't like you. There's no if or ands about it. Like, I just don't like you. And when someone like pretends to be fr friends with me just because they feel uncomfortable in a situation, like that makes me even uh, more likely not to like you mm -hmm. even more. Like I, I already hate you. Now you make me hate you more. Yeah. So yeah, I hate when people don't mean what they say and act as if basically act fake. I fucking hate fake people. Don't be don't be fake. Just tell me to my face that you don't like me. Period. That's it. It's done. That's it. That's it. That's it. Know. That's all. I don't know. I, that Yeah. All right. Anyways, what's the best thing you've cooked? Man, I'm pretty good at making cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was about to say some real shit. She's uh, like, I was like some oh, like yeah, ratatouille, some like fancy lean cuisine, like ratatouille. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty good at making cereal. I'm actually really good at toast as well. Okay. <laughs> but toast for and cereal, for sure, for sure. <laughs> For realsies, though, um, I feel like I'm no chef, okay? So don't mock my cooking skills, guys, because yeah. I'm no Gordon Ramsay. I'm just the knockoff Walmart version. <laughs> just kidding, not even. Um, my cooking skills are not excellent, um, so I don't make five-star, three gourmet meals a day. Mm -hmm. I do not do that. Um, but I'd say I'm pretty good at making a grilled cheese because okay. I, I do a good ratio of not burning the outside of the bread and like especially if you put shredded cheese on uh. the inside makes it nice uh, and like um, the cheese nice and melted on the inside. So that's really good. I'm pretty yeah. good at that. Yeah. Uh, and then I also think I'm pretty good at making spaghetti. Okay. Kind of simple, pretty basic, <laughs> but I feel like I'm good at making spaghetti. Those are my two meals that I feel like I am you good at. You make me spaghetti one time. I can do that yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. That will be great. Yeah. I don't know. For me, like I've recently been a been um, inclined to make more food because, you know, you know my situation. Yeah. Um, but my, my, my brothers seem to really like my chicken that I make. Hey, um, there you go. So I made chicken the other night, which was really good. I also know how to make some good butter chicken, I think. Um, it's divine, but I haven't made mm. that in a while. Um, I don't know. I make a good like sandwich, like a burger and stuff. Mm. Yeah. You actually have to come and try some of that. Yes. Anytime I make it, I'll, I'll make it when you're over one time. I made poutine before for you. Yes, which was oh, so fucking good. <laughs> and then you, literally I had poutine at your place that yeah. you like handmade for me. And then... I came home that night and yeah. I'm like, mm, I want poutine now. <laughs> so literally I bought myself some fries, yeah. bought myself some the packages of gravy and yeah. I got myself some cheese and uh, I have it still in my freezer for when mm. I want to uh, make my own poutine one day. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing is like when it comes to the fries, yeah, I could put them in an oven, but yeah. I don't have like an air fryer to make them nice oh, and crispy and, and delicious and, and I, I do, do not. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. 
But you like my my poutine? It was so good. Okay, good. It good, was really good. good. Just pretty much any food that you give me in your house <laughs> is fantastic. You're like, yes. Besides the salad that your mother made that had freaking jalapeno seeds in it, I nearly died. I almost croaked at that kitchen I table. Think, I think that's a you problem and not a not a food problem. Who puts jalapeno seeds in a salad? Um, we do. I just that's wild to me. I'm like, I was like, oh, I'll have lots of the salad. I love because that was a couple years ago now, probably because I'm like, oh, I love salad. I'm going to load up on salad. I had grabbed a little bit of everything else. And even your mom was nice enough to be like, oh, this is spicy. Don't grab that. You'll probably die. This isn't as spicy. You can grab that. She was telling me what I can and can't eat. She forgot. She She, forgot. She didn't tell me about the salad. So I was like, oh, I'm going to load up on the salad because why would salad be spicy? And I took a bite of of the salad and then all of a sudden my mouth turns on fire. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I just all of a sudden I was just like, my eyes were watering. My nose was running. My face, my pale ass face was just turning redder than a tomato. And I was like, Oh, my my God. And then all of a sudden, of course, and when this happened, Lola's family is all sitting at the table laughing, laughing at me (laughs) as I'm just literally dying. And I'm like drowning in all my water to try to get rid of all the freaking You know, actually, water makes the heat. Doesn't it make it worse? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I think it makes it worse. You're supposed to have like dairy. No, not dairy. You're supposed to have like um, bread. Oh, bread. Oh, I thought it was milk that's supposed to help. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, I make some, I think I make a good amount of food, some you good, do. decent. I made, um, this like, I don't know what it is, like not chili, but kind of like chili. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother's like a stew kind of. Yeah. And they really enjoyed that. So that's a win in my book. Um, I want to learn how to make rice, but like my, my country's rice, mm, you know, yeah. not just like regular white rice, not that, um, but, you know, one day. Whenever one day. I think of rice, I just think of our argument we had a while back. I don't know what episode Do it was. Do you wash your rice? Uh, yes. I don't. That shit, like, it's still baffle. You know, I told my mom. My mom is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I microwave it. And then that just sent you over the edge. <laughs> I lost my mind on that, was, that episode. I, I was like, yeah. I'm like, I don't wash it. And then I put water in and I throw in the microwave. And then you're like, what? And I was like, I put it in the microwave. And then I was like, well, and then my dumb ass, I'm like, what would you cook it in? And you're like yeah. a rice cooker. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have one of those. So I use the microwave. And yeah. the instructions on my Minute Maid rice box says to use the microwave. Okay. Anyway, we're not going to get back into this yeah. fight because yeah. you're, you're going to you're, <laughs> you're going to decapitate me if we get into this. You're going to decapitate me. I'm heated. Anyways. um, All right. Uh, which three words would you use to describe yourself? Creative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, creative. Um, I would say creative. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. It's like when you're an empath. Empathetic? Yeah. That just sounds like I'm calling myself pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> but empathetic, where you're like an empath towards other people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm also very loyal. Mm. Where whether it's to like my friends or my partners, I'm very like heartless. Yeah, is that is heartless, heartless? the right word? I don't think it's no. heartless. <laughs> that is not the right word. The opposite of heartless, heart, uh, heartful. I don't know what the word is. It's not you're heartless. Caring, you're caring, Jesus. Yes, caring. Thank you. Not heartless or heartful. <laughs> I'm dead. Fuck me. All right. Um, for me, I think I'm very like loyal, like you yeah. said very loyal i think i'm very like um 
I don't not. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but that that didn't work out. Um, I think I'm also like very uh independent. Like mm-hmm. I'm very like yeah. I know what I want. Um, so that's I guess good. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, I don't know. I'm a good listener. You are. Yeah. yeah. I also think I'm a good listener. You too. are. I'm you like are I like to listener. be. I like to think I I'm a good listener as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I also think like um, I would give advice when they ask me for it. Mm, yeah. But I'm very like honest with my advice. Yeah. I'm not like I don't like I don't. You don't um, like sugarcoat it or beat around the bush. Exactly. I will tell you how it is. You might hate me at that moment, but you're going to realize why I said it later yeah. on in your life. You're going to be like, mm, yeah, Lola was right. Yeah, I got I got. Yeah. I, yeah. I also feel like I'm that way too mm-hmm. where it's just like when it comes to advice like I know there's been a couple times where I'd give you advice and I'm like look I'm just gonna be straight up with you I'm yeah. just gonna be honest and then you're just like hit me with it and then I <laughs> and then I hit you with it yeah. with the straight advice because I'm yeah. like I'd rather be honest mm-hmm. rather than give you a comforting lie being like oh everything's fine yeah. everything is perfect yeah. I don't need to give you any advice yeah, it'll I work out our, on its own I think our friendship is good in that way because you like you get like scared and you're like oh should i tell her this and then i'm just like just tell me just tell me and then i'm I'm like okay okay yeah exactly (laughs) there it is which is nice because you want to be honest with the person you're talking to especially if it's like your friends and you care about them right Mm -hmm. you don't want to like sugarcoat anything because that's stupid that the that doesn't help them at all you know because later on if they find out something and they're just like well why the fuck didn't they tell me yeah you know all right anyways um what would you like to do? Oh, I can't. Whoa. I can't see. Um, what would you like to be doing in 10 years? Ooh, you know what? I've actually kind of thought about this mm. and I feel like my dream life that I would love to have in 10 years mm. consists of essentially to wrap it in one sentence would be to have me self-employed. Ah, uh, yeah. With, of course, my writing would yeah. be the main thing. Um, but then even if like, if we grow with not if when we grow grow with with uh yeah when we grow with our podcast and basically having those two Mm -hmm. as my sources of um income and i'm able to be my own boss essentially i i I really like i feel like that's where i want to be in 10 years is to essentially be my own boss in the sense of career empire for yourself fuck yeah yeah exactly that yeah. and then of course i want my boyfriend there <laughs> and I, <laughs> that's kind of a given obviously and obviously. then in 10 years i hope i have a ring at that point <laughs> i mean nathaniel i know you're probably listening to it <laughs> over there but like if in if in 10 years she doesn't have a ring we're gonna have a problem dude like <laughs> 10 years oh my god i mean technically if you're talking 10 years from now yeah. that's that'll be almost be, that will be almost 14 years because we're three and a half right now it'll be four years in september okay well whatever how many ever so years be like 14 it better be not that long that'd be almost freaking 14 years it almost better 15 not be years. that long that's all i'm be. saying that's all i'm saying i agree it better not be um for me i think it's the same i think everybody wants to be self-employed yeah especially right? in like today's society now yeah. where essentially a lot of the corporations a lot of the businesses are run by they suck yeah they're run by boomers they're not that great they essentially are very like selfish i guess the right word where they're just like oh like something happened i need time off and then the employer's like oh i don't okay your your grandpa died can you still make it for your shift today 
Yeah. Like things like that where they're very like, I'm just going to solely focus on what's better for the company rather than what's better for you. Yeah. So, and I don't think, I feel like the generation that's coming up, like our generation, um, like Lola and I's generation, I think our generation is what's kind of paving the way for a new future. Yeah. Because I feel like all of us are being a new types of generations for parents and new type yeah. of generations for um, mm-hmm. teachers and new yeah. time of generations for politicians and leaders. And yeah. I think, I don't know, I think our generation is going to change the world. When, I hope so. When we get up there and when I we're able so. to kick out all the fucking boomers. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, there's a lot of things that like, I hope our generation fights back for because there's a lot of shit that's going on. But anyway, um, I think in 10 years, I obviously want to be self-employed with if if it's with the podcast. Sure, that would be great. Um, but if I like do, you know, fashion, like have my own brand or something, that would be nice as well. But I think one of the main things is I want to be a mom. Mm hmm. Yeah. I want to be a mom so bad and I want to have a part my partner like my husband and I kind of want to grow my life that way um because being a mom is very important to me mm-hmm. I don't know it might not be important to a lot of people but for me like this is just my opinion for myself right obviously of course yeah I want to I want to be a mom I think that would be one of like the biggest achievements in my mm-hmm. life is being a mom yeah I, f- I also feel like you'd be a really good mom thank you i'm like you could you do a good job of taking care of me because sometimes i <laughs> i throw you a lot of random shit at times <laughs> but i feel like you do a good mom to guide me in the right direction i already have kids apparently yeah it's me <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on to the next question thank you sarah <laughs> you're welcome mom <laughs> um what will be the Oh, I can't. I didn't, you guys cannot hear me. Um, what will be the best thing about leaving home, and what will be the scariest thing? Ooh, yeah. as someone who's left that's home, that's why I picked that question. <laughs> um, as someone who has left home, I'd say because it said, sorry, it was the best and the scariest. Yeah. So I'd say for the scariest, it would definitely be the fact that you're by yourself. Mm. Um, in the sense where you're very dependent on yourself where you got to make sure you focus on a budget make sure that your job you have can you can afford that you can afford your bills um it might seem scary at first but once you kind of like god bless my mother's heart um she helped me get set up so when i moved out on my own she helped me set up um all my uh, power bills she set up all my um auto deposit for my car insurance Mm -hmm. and everything she basically helped me get set up so essentially everything is auto deposit as long as i have money, money in, in there yeah, yeah as long as i have money in my bank account it'll automatically withdraw and i don't have to worry about it right. and it does that until i tell it to stop or until right. i move so i think for me the fact that i have my mother and she's helped me build a good foundation to where i'm at right now sorry i just whacked the mic <laughs> um she's helped me build a foundation to where i'm at right now so i feel like that has helped me a lot and mm. it's made it less scary yeah. and i feel like now that i've been moved out on my own for probably i don't know two three years now yeah i think i think three two, i think it's been three because yeah yeah because i think when i met my boyfriend i was like just moving to a new place mm. and we've been together for three and a half so it'll probably be four years that i've Soon, been moved yeah. out fuck i've been moved out for a long time yeah jesus christ i'm just realizing it, <laughs> I'm just realizing it. um but anyway no i think that when it comes to moving out on your own 
kind of the scariest thing is just doing it Mm -hmm. at first when i first moved out it was so weird because i'm like i don't have to check in with my mom because usually when i was living with my mom she's like tell me where you're going what you're doing if you're going to be home for dinner whatever and where now i'm just like if i wanted to for example if i wanted to go see a friend yeah i don't have to tell anybody about Mm -hmm. it besides so for example with you you're over right now Mm -hmm. no one in my family knows (laughs) nor do they need to know right now right so it's weird where it's just like you have that independence Mm. so that's also like the good thing Mm. is the independence that you get from it but the scary thing is just doing it Mm. is just being out on your own Mm. it seems scary at first but once you get like a good rhythm going it's actually pretty easy Mm. i think i'm gonna change this question a little bit just because i it's it's different for me because i'm muslim and it's different for me I think the scariest thing would be like moving out with like a husband, like moving yeah. into a, our own place. I think that's what scares me is yeah. like just the thought it's of like, having a husband and like moving out and like just, ugh, I don't know. It scares me a little. I don't know. I, don't I know. hope it doesn't give you the ick. No. <laughs> As I make that sound. <laughs> no, I think it would be. Uh, oh, I know being alone mm. because mm-hmm. i'm so used to being with my family yeah having your brothers there or yeah. your mom yeah. or the whole gang yeah. like then, having everyone there yeah and then like if like when i when i get a husband and i move out and it's just me and him or like sometimes he's not gonna be there like that just kind of makes me scared because i'm like i'm gonna be by myself and even kind of counteracting that yeah. too as someone who lives by myself yeah. I, usually Uh, At the moment, my boyfriend is living with me. But prior to that, when we were doing long distance, it um, it was a huge change just to because when I went from being with my mom 24 seven to living by myself, Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, what what hobbies do I have? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what hobbies I had. So I kind of had to like find hobbies that I like. Of course, 99 percent of my hobbies are creative. So whether Mm -hmm. it's writing, doing little scrapbooks or little paintings Mm -hmm. or drawings or playing video games like. For me, I had to kind of like find my groove and find different things that I like mm-hmm. where uh, over time you just kind of get not get used to your solitude, but you find different ways to keep mm. yourself company, essentially. Mm. I think for me, it's like I already know my hobbies. Like I have hobbies, even mm. if I'm in a house full of people. I think just like them being in the space. Yeah, it, it makes me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I feel like when I move and like I have just my husband with me, like I think that's where I'm just going to be like, I have to adjust to how he acts in the house, how we have to like be in the same living space and stuff like that. I think that's what scares me the most is like, what if I do some things that he doesn't like, Mm -hmm. you know, like what if some habits that I have, he might not like. Right. So I think that's what's scary. And like, Another like really scary thing is like we in my family, we have like movie nights, mm-hmm. right? Like what if my my partner doesn't like movie nights? Yeah, I'm going to be like, sit the fuck down. We're going to watch movies. <laughs> but like at the same time, I'm going to miss having like my mom there, my brothers and like just the whole the family, atmosphere. you know, the atmosphere. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what scares me, too. And like not being able to see my mom, it, I mean, she's not with like in our house all the time now because of work and stuff but i had to get used to that i Mm -hmm. had to get used to that real quick right so just like thinking about that like that's what scares me is like not being able to 
like be comfortable in a new environment mm -hmm. and having to adjust with a lot of things like that's what would scare me like obviously the independence but then it's different because if you're with with someone you still have to communicate with them yeah if i was to go out and i had a partner i'm not gonna just go out and not tell them like hey i'm going to sarah's house you know what i mean right yeah i still have to communicate and kind of talk to them about it but it's not the same as like talking to your parent mm -hmm. whereas for me like i would ask my mom oh this is what we're doing you know but if it's my partner i'm not gonna ask them i'm just gonna yeah. tell them this is where i'm going yeah so that you know yeah. you know so yes yeah 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 okay um next question if you found a ten thousand dollars in a wallet would you call the owner Ooh. now this is a moral question yeah it it tests your it reminds morals. me of um because remember how what was it two episodes ago or mm. something we were talking about karma yeah and like good karma versus bad karma yeah i feel like as tempting as it would be to keep said ten thousand dollars yeah. um I feel like in my heart, I would give it back and like call the owner or take it to the police department or wh whatever way mm. would be best. Um, because I know that if I do, um, do some good for someone that the universe would do good to me. Okay, I have a question then. Yes. If you found money, like just on the road, you just found a shit ton of money without wallet, without nothing. So just like a bare just ass hundred dollar bill? Let's say that or like more than that. It's okay. just like just floating on the road and you're driving and you stop and you pick it up. Mm -hmm. There's no wallet. There's nothing. Would you keep it or would you take it to the police station? Well, the thing with the wallet is, is that typically majority of wallets have some form of identification on them. Yeah. Whether it's a driver's license, yeah. uh, social security, like health card, bank card some sort of card that can be used for identification yeah. about who the wallet belongs to. Yeah. Whereas if you find just a random $5 bill on the ground. Not $5. It, I mean, $5. So five. Okay, fine. It's let's not say you five. Find, let's say you find $500 on the road. Just It's just like someone dropped it or something. But yeah. there's no wallet. They just dropped it. Right. What would so, you do? I mean, now this is going to make me sound bad. Because... No, it's not going to make you sound bad. Just say it. I'd keep it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I will back myself up and say, I don't know, this was last year um, at my work. Mm -hmm. um, I found a, what was it, a $50 bill on the floor. Yeah. No wallet, no nothing, just flat out $50 on the ground. And I was like, <gasps> is this universe testing me? <laughs> and then so I took it up. I took it. And then I was like okay, what do I do with this? So, and then I just, I'm like, for now, I'm going to put it in my pocket. Yeah. And then, so I put it in my pocket, went about my day, because I was like thinking, maybe someone dropped it and they're going to come looking for it. Yeah, yeah, And so, um, I was at the front, you know, doing my cashier duties. Yeah. And this group of girls, yeah, they're probably like mid to late 20s, maybe early 30s. Um, and one of them is kind of like talking to the other, being like, where's my $50 bill? I don't know where I went, blah, blah, blah. And then in my head, I'm like, mm, that was a $50 bill I picked up because how else would they know that there was a $50 bill that I found? Yeah. So, and then of course, I kind of like went around to the tills to where they were. And then I like went in my pocket, dug it out and I gave it back to them. And I said, 
hey, I did see this on the ground. I heard that you were talking about a $50 bill. I'm assuming this must be yours because I found it by this aisle and mm-hmm. I n- named the aisle that I was at. And then they're like, oh my God, yeah, we were there. Thank you so much. And then, so I'm like, I gave it back. Yeah, yeah. And then, because in my hopes, I was like, I wasn't going to stand there, listen to them, be like, oh my God, where'd our money go? Because who knows, $50 might, like hypothetically, $50, maybe it might not mean something to me, but maybe it means a lot more to someone else because maybe they're a little bit more, like, a little bit more poor than I am. Yeah, they might need it. Exactly. They might need it more than I do. So in my head, I'm like, I'm going to get one day get my good karma and I'm going to give it back. Mm. So I did. Anyways, moving on. Um, let me <laughs> let me say my piece. For the finding the wallet, I would call the person mm-hmm. for their money because. But then with the wallet, sorry to interrupt no. you. With the wallet, I'm thinking it's like with a wallet, you probably should like give it to the police station rather than you physically yeah, 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 call yeah, yeah, yeah. them no no no. you know what i mean i'll give them okay, fucking okay, money okay, back okay. shit like, jesus christ God damn. <laughs> sorry jesus anyway i'm just saying with the with the wallet i'd probably give the money back all right but with the money i find on the ground whether that be five hundred dollars a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars it's mine do you know why because if it doesn't have anybody's name on it it basically yours because you found it that's Mm -hmm. just how i see it like it's put in front of your face you found it it's your good luck you found it. it's your money right where am i gonna go to the police i found this in this road like who 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 the fuck cares like nobody the police isn't gonna be like oh yeah we're gonna search these thousands of people and say did you lose a thousand dollars like everyone's gonna say yeah i did exactly so I, in my in my view is like if I find money and it's like on the road and it doesn't have anybody's name on it, it's yours. Yeah, because I, I, can, the, I second you fa- that. You found it. Like if you were like in a store and stuff like that, that's a little bit different because yeah. if someone comes in, they're like freaking out. And oh my god, where's my money? Yeah, and they I'm, said they're like, oh, where's my fifty dollar bill? And they lost a fifty dollar bill because yeah. that's exactly what I found. Then that's where I put the puzzle pieces together. We're like. Mm. That's what they were looking for because I picked that up off the aisle like five minutes ago. Yeah. So because so, then I already kind of told myself where I'm like, if I if they didn't claim it by the or the, if I didn't hear anything by the end of the day, because I think that day I had a closing shift. I'm like, if I didn't hear anything by the end of that day, I would claim it as my own. Yeah. But I'm like, I was going to wait for someone to approach me first, because if someone approached me and said, I lost my $50 bill, I don't know where it is. Do you know anything? Did you find it or do you know anything about it? Then I would be like, yes, I did. Here you go. Also, I feel like if the universe put money in front of you, like on the street, that that's for you. If yeah. you don't, if you are going to throw the money that the universe gave you, that's your problem, not mine. Also, Just Just to, for the record, too, now that I think about it, I feel like I, I'm pretty sure I've told you this before, mm-hmm. but um, my family and I, specifically my mom and I, mm-hmm. we have a tendency on finding dimes. Yeah, you told me. Um, So... We're like 99.9% sure it's uh, my grandpa because they're like angel dimes. I forget how to, how it's phrased, but it's, en- it's essentially um, your loved ones that have crossed over. They would send you um, coins mm. just to be like, oh, I'm here. I'm thinking about you. So yeah. I have like how many dimes mm. that I found. And I've ev- even like, for example, like a couple days at work or a couple days, a couple days ago at work, mm-hmm. I was at work doing my own thing. And then I was walking down the aisle and then. Whoop, I kicked something, looked down. Oh, it was a dime. I kicked a dime. So, and then I'm like, hey, that's the universe is telling me that it's mine. Mm-hmm. 
Or if I'm out in the parking lot, wherever I am at a grocery store or something, I look down and something's shining in the reflection. And mm-hmm. then I look down. Oh, it's a dime shining at me. So I'm like, I have a tendency to find dimes. And so does my family. So that whenever I see a dime, I always look up. I'm like, oh, thank you, grandpa. Thank you, universe. And then I just pick it up and I pocket it. Mm. So dimes, I tend to find those a lot more than anything else. <laughs> All right. Next question. Is it ever okay to be mean to someone? Is it ever okay to be mean, mean to someone? Yeah. Um. Well, I, mm. for me, I think you shouldn't just be mean to be mean. Yeah. Like, why are you being mean for no reason? Like, unless you take something like as being mean for like being honest. Mm, I don't think so. Like, I feel like <laughs> Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like. The only time it would be okay to be mean per se would be if you're standing up for someone that is getting bullied. Right. That makes sense. You know, like, that makes sense. Then you can step in and be like, you know what? Like, this is what it is. How do you feel if someone talked to you that way? And then you're just kind of mean about it, whatever. Yeah. But like on a regular basis, why are you being mean for no reason? Yeah. Like that's such a shitty thing to do to someone. Like you don't want to just be mean for no reason, you know, but it can be okay to be mean, but for a good reason, not just being mean. Yeah. No, I, I second that. I'm like, because there's no point of being rude just to be rude. Yeah. But if you're, yeah. No, yeah, I pretty much just agree with everything you say. Because like at work, right? Some people are just mean for no fucking reason. Like, what oh, did yeah. I do? Oh, yeah. Hello, what did I do? This one, oh my God, story time. Story um, time. This one lady came in, because I work in a, in a... Customer service. Yes, thank you. I work as a English. customer service person, right? And this person came in and they wanted something. So I told them, hold on, let me go check in if we have it, whatever. And tell me why I go into the back and I see if we have it. And we had it. And I ask one of the other coworkers, could you ask her if she wanted it to bring be brought down or like, what does she want? Tell me why this lady's like, no, I just asked if you had any. And I'm like, I literally asked her if you wanted me to bring it out, bring one out. And she said, yeah. You can bring one out. And then now she's telling. First of all, she was rude to begin with. She came to, she came to us and she was like, I was looking for someone, but nobody was out here. And I'm like, well, first of all, calm down. You probably should have looked harder. Like, you don't need to be mean for no reason. Like, what did I what did I do? Yeah. Who shit in your cereal? Like, what did I do? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Who I don't understand shit in your cereal. No, really. Like, why? Why are you being mean for no reason? That's that's the case that's not okay. Yeah. To be rude for no freaking reason. Right? Yeah, that's not okay. Anyways, Definitely what do you think? Not. What do you think? No, I second that. We have three more questions to go. Damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> what's the best and worst advice you've ever received? Best and worst advice. Um... I need to think on that one. Mm-hmm. Do you have one on mind? I don't think I've. Uh, uh, okay. I've been told that sometimes it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. okay to cry in front of other people because yeah. I tend to like cry on my own and, and I don't cry in front of people just because I think. I don't know. There's just a lot. I don't I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. No, no trauma dumping today. Um, but I think that's one of the best advice is like, it's okay. 
to cry in front of people. Oh, another another really good advice is to actually like talk to the people that hurt you. Mm. Like talk it out and I forgive mean, them. You know, that's actually like a good one. Yeah. Um cuz I also am like a huge advocate for um like communication. Yeah. So I'm like if someone cuz one thing I don't like and there's people in my life that are still like this where it's like something happened and something blew up between us and then we just don't talk. Mm. We just ghosted. Even though there's still those unresolved um, like feelings or conflicts or just the unresolved problems, essentially, mm. they're still there. Where for me, I'm like having that conversation just brings like that peace of mind. So that's actually like yeah. a really good one. I yeah. second that actually. Yeah. I'm like, I've never had someone physically tell me that but just mm. advice in general that's really good because i sometimes still wish that i would have certain people talk to me to have those on those conflicts resolved but i feel like sometimes like it could be good advice but also bad because if you think about it if they left your life you don't need to come back in and try to resolve anything i don't care for you anymore you know like me. i don't I don't need us to be on good terms. I don't know. That's just me. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're I, very, I know you and you're yeah. very like, if you fuck with me, I'll shut you, shut you down and cut you out. No, because if I try to communicate before and you didn't get it, I'm not going to continue communicating with you. You're trash. You belong there. Like, that's <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was not so, <laughs> Sarah lost her shit just now. You're trash where you belong or how no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're trash. You belong there. That's what I said. Uh, I was, I'm okay. Well, in my brain, I'm more so like you're I'm, a peacemaker. I'm not. I yeah. I'm I'm not even gonna deny that. I'm more so thinking of like <laughs> she was saying you're a peacemaker, and I am. Um, but I'm more so like I feel like in my head I'm worrying, worrying, yeah, referring know. to partially like friendships because there's a couple friendships that I've had flawed that just kind of like fell apart. Um, but I feel like also like relationships, like romantic relationships are also pretty significant in that too, because I'm like, for me, my head loves to think (laughs) (laughs) over, overthink specifically. So in the sense that like, I just think about a whole bunch of different things, a bunch of different scenarios, scenarios, way to kill the mood, Sarah, (laughs) a bunch of scenarios more like scenarios, <laughs> a bunch of different scenarios of uh, things that have happened in the past and um, things that have happened in the past, relationships that have failed or um, friendships that have failed or different things like that. I think of like, what could have I done different? What could have went wrong? What were they thinking? What what, what should I thought of? Should thought should have thought of the thunk? What should I thought? You want to try that again? <laughs> I don't know if I should. I, I love how you're trying to be like deep and like you're trying to like express your feelings, but you're fucking up. I'm trying to be deep and it's not working. I I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. I don't even know if I should try to continue. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that unresolved um, relationships or friendships that just end suddenly without a like explanation yeah without an explanation i feel like that having that conversation i don't know about you but for me it gives me that clarity it gives me that peace of mind 
don't give a damn. Yeah, about. I know you don't. I know you don't give a damn. But like even using myself for an example, I don't know. This was like a couple months ago. Um, One of my ex-boyfriends, um, but him and I, we're still kind of friends now. Primarily, we're still friends primarily because um, we have common friends. Mm. So we have like the same friend group and we have been ever since we've been together in high school. Mm. And so since we have the same friend group, we kind of see each other every once in a while. So we just learn to be friends. You know, we talked a couple months ago and we ended up having this really deep conversation where he kind of said like, yeah, I kind of I kind of fucked up Mm. back then. And then I was just like, oh, like, I appreciate the apology and things like that, where I feel like they kind of healed like an inner wound that I didn't know I had Mm. where I feel because I had that unopened wound for how long. So I feel like it kind of like helped heal that. So I feel like if I had that for like other relationships or other friendships, it would give me more clarity and it would stop all the what ifs and all that. And I know you're, you're probably right thinking you're like, Sarah, you're such a fucking peacemaker. <laughs> Bear with me. That's just how my brain thinks. I don't know. For me, I feel like if we're not communicating anymore and like you are not in my life for so long, I don't give a fuck about I don't even remember your name, like let alone like the problems you caught. Like you don't matter to me at all i'm sorry that's just me i don't know i might i might be a little crazy with that but if you don't matter if you're not a part of my life i don't give a shit about you sorry that's oh. just it and i'm like you and i are totally two, are two different people different like i don't know why you, you keep and- thinking about the past like who gives a shit about the past like it's done it's over you and i are two totally different people like totally different people yeah <laughs> yeah anyway let's finish these yes. last two questions <laughs> okay this one's a little like eh, it's not that deep eh. okay what's the longest your hair has ever been um i want to say maybe like mid back Mm. like with my hair down keep in mind my hair is also like pin straight it doesn't have any like curls or waves in it it's just boop pin straight Straight, um i'd say it was probably the longest when i was in high school Mm. um maybe like grade 10 grade 11 or something and when i when my hair was just like down it would be probably like mid back and I mainly had my hair really long for dance because, yeah. of course, you want to make sure you have enough to put in a ponytail and yeah. put it in a bun. And realistically, my hair didn't have to be that long, but I wanted it to be that long. So, I, yeah, I'd say probably mid back. What mm-hmm. about you? I think in high school or even like in grade nine, my hair was like down to my waist. Holy like shit. it's my hair is even in in college. I had my hair pretty yeah, long. Your, your hair was long and then you just went whoop right <laughs> yeah. to the shoulder. You yeah, I did. I did that twice. I did that in high in high school right before my grad. I cut it to my shoulders. And then I also did that in uni where I cut it to my shoulders and even shorter than that. Mm-hmm. But I've had it pretty. I've had it really long, actually. And it was like really thick before. Mm-hmm. And I have a bit of waves in my hair. So. It's kind of wavy, which I guess bounces it up a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I had like really thick hair, really long hair, really healthy hair. I don't know what the fuck I did to it, but I'm trying to get it back to being healthy and good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I heard that when you blow dry your hair, that dries it out. Yeah. And sometimes I do that because I have to get ready for work. So I take a shower and then blow dry it and I go to work, uh, which is not good. I'm like my hair, like when I shower and because I, I don't air, I just uh, I air dry it. Yeah. I don't use like a hair dryer or anything. I just let it blow in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, usually that takes me like 
I don't know. It doesn't take me that long. My hair probably takes like half an hour. 40 my hair takes a fucking long time to dry. I don't know why. Mine takes like half an hour, 45 takes- minutes at most, really. Mm. It dries pretty quickly. It's actually quite nice. I wish. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> last question. Okay. Is it more important to be smart or personable? Um, I would say personable. Yeah. Um, because I mean, yeah, smarts can get you somewhere, but I feel like it, being personable with someone, it's more important because then that's how you build nice and genuine relationships. I feel like if you're smart, you can be cocky and that shit annoys the shit out of me. Like that's true, actually. You know, like you think that you're better than everyone else and that that kind of bothers me. So I think like if you can connect with people and you can also network because you connect with people. Right. So being there's okay there's also two types of smarts you can't just think of book smart right Mm -hmm. i feel like the personable is more of like street smart because you can use that smart to get places in life right whereas just being book smart eh, it can take you so far Mm -hmm. right and people might hate you and you might be alone and you might be a loser and that's it (laughs) game over (laughs) but if you're personable you can connect with people you can have like really good like relationships and friendships and business partnerships whatever right Mm -hmm. but yeah i think being personable is actually pretty smart not gonna lie yeah no i second that yeah i second that yeah yeah yeah. all right do you wanna i think we're gonna wrap it up here yes we shall wrap it up and i will i will plug i will plug in the socials so our socials we have two of them we have instagram and we have twitter tweet 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 a tweet tweet so with our um instagram it is no one else underscore podcast and then our twitter is no one else podcast and uh we post every friday hence why you're seeing this on a friday seeing this hearing this this Ah. i said that last week didn't i yeah you did I'll, I'll learn one of these days it's like the whole tiktok thing it took me took me a couple weeks to learn but i'll learn it's okay you'll learn um and yeah so we post every friday um that's pretty much it um you can listen to us a lot of different platforms more than what you're listening on us do yeah (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) you're gonna hear the little what (laughs) what (laughs) anyway all right um, and I hope you guys enjoyed our episode this week. Our crazy antics, yes. as usual. And we'll catch you guys next week. See. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Wait, no. You've listened to No, no One else. else. We almost <laughs> forgot. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>